How many mics do we Government, the other day uh, Ride it away, ride it away Get funky on the mic like an old batch of cops. my mind can't remember how many asteroids Rappers still at heart, and no one's from the old school Cause rappers still a brand new tool, I say Good to see you, man, it's good to see you, you too. Post-belated uh, born day Thanks, man, I feel completely different Yes, no, of course, as you would. As I'm wearing, as, as I'm wearing would. 43. Oh, to, oh, this, this is, this is 43. Oh, yeah. What are you wearing tonight? What are you wearing tonight, Idris Goodwin? Oh, 43. Mm. So, when you turn 43, would tell any any tips for me? Uh, Damn, since I you've already been through 42, I remember, fam. It was a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? I got to go through the archives. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it, it's. I don't. It got pretty real for me at 43, man. I feel like that's when. You know, I started to grow up probably a little more, maybe. So. Oh, interesting. So I got but you already, but you already, you already, you already been grown though. You know what I mean? Thanks, buddy. I take that as a compliment. Yeah, no, um, you should. All right. Well, listen, we got this. Is the same old new school, by the way. Uh, if the song didn't uh, say it clearly <laughs> enough, uh, <laughs> I am one of it. your hosts. Yeah, I'm one of your hosts, Idris Gilbert, and I'm Kevin Koval. And uh, we are on Vocalo at Vocalo, Vocalo Shout Radio. out Vocalo. Salute, Thank you for having salute, us. Salute, yeah. salute. And uh, we come together every week to chop it up, commiserate, talk about hip hop, politics, et cetera, et cetera, everything in between. And, uh, one, you know. Wonder just, Twins activate. but Wonder Twins activate. Uh, well, I, I mean, man, you know, I mean. We got are we we powers not? and shit. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so we got a lot. I mean, today is a is an interesting one because we we're trying to just get through everything. So this yeah. is it, I'm excited by this and also a little terrified. But you know yeah, that's, that's a good thing. I feel like uh, first things first. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not gonna get into that. But oh, let's talk you. about. I, I, just, I, I know what you're gonna talk about first, so I don't want to say what I, I when because when you say first things first, I Papa is the next line, but. Yeah, we should continue. Yeah. We should. Yeah, no, I don't know because we go on and on and on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but um, you know, we got to talk. We got to talk about. You know, I mean, here's the question, Kevin Cole. Brianna Taylor, the verdict comes back. Were you surprised or were you like, here we go again? Yeah, no. Here, of course. Here you go. Here we go again. I put out a tweet, something like that. It's like you, you can be, you could be saddened, you could be outraged, but you can't be shocked. You know what yeah. I mean? Like and and we should feel all those emotions, but we should not be surprised because this is America, and that's what they do, you know. And and this this verdict is why to say Black Lives Matter is so important, why the movement is so important, because yeah, but but, but very but very clearly, in this you know, Black Lives do not matter in America, you know, mm. because this mm. verdict is is endemic of that, uh, you know, man. I so today you know today is um, and I, I want to ask you what you think in a moment, uh, but but you know today is uh, the end of Yom Kippur. Um, hey. uh, you know, so the Jewish New Year. So every, you know, every Yom Kippur, Kol Nidri Yom Kippur, I select a rabbi, you know what I mean? My uh-huh. own personal uh-huh. rabbi that I get to yeah. read. You're supposed to study and like think yeah, yeah, and yeah. repent and do all this. Mm. So, so mm. today my, my, my rabbi was, uh, Audrey Lord, you know, because yeah. there's the, there's the new, uh, selected works, uh, with Audrey Lord by Roxanne Gay. And I just want to, I just want to wow. read something, man. Huge. Just, just Let's yeah, go. It beautiful, you know, essays and poems. You see like, you know, that she is absolutely ahead of her time do you know what i mean like yes, and in the future yeah. still but just something yeah. that she writes in you know her very well-known essay the master's tools will never dismantle the master's house audrey lord at some at some point says what does it mean when the tools of, of a racist patriarchy are used to examine the fruits of that same patriarchy it means that mm-hmm. only that only the most narrow perimeters of change are possible and allowable and so like when, when people when people think first of all you know audrey lord like 
you know, yeah. intersectional goat. before goat. like decades, decades, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? They intersectional goat. Yo, yeah, exactly. But also, man, it's just like everyone who's, who's, you know, all white people who are like, yeah, America, but America's gotten better, right? It's like, by, yeah, you, you can't, you cannot say that. And I, I mean, tragically, I hope that this might be a, another reminder that maybe white people need to understand that progress has been nil in this country um, because of this, this, the lack of this, you know, verdict. But uh, I'm, I, I also probably think that this won't do it either, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, Malcolm, Malcolm X famously says, like, you know, you can't stick a knife in my back nine inches, pull it out six and call it progress, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, I think about Rodney King, uh, Rodney King is, is the first, you know, he is the he is the sort of the, the beginning of what happens when the when the people, when the electorate have cameras, video cameras. Right. So Rodney King is certainly not the first, but he's the first captured. Yeah. And then throughout this legacy, you see it, you know, on the Ahmaud Arbery, et cetera, et cetera. You know, George Floyd, so many others, you know, um, and even, you know, the 911 call with Breonna Taylor. It's like now we're in the information age. So all this stuff is documented. But you see. The, the same verdict with Rodney King as the same verdict here with Breonna Taylor. So it's like, you know, it really is the chant, no justice, no peace. It's like, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Cause it's just, you know, and, and it's so clear that these unions, these, these police unions, man, have just got a stranglehold. And it's like the messaging is, is until, until someone has the courage to, to really step up to them, it will just continue to be, yeah, you can get away with murder basically. Well, if you're I, and a police I, officer, I, you can get away with murder. And I, I think it's like it, it's doing, you know, unions a disservice by calling yeah. that organization a union, right? It's exactly. very clearly a, a white supremacist nationalist organization, and we should Absolutely. call it that because that's what it yeah. is, and it is time yeah. again. You know what I mean? And and or were you but surprised? Were you? I mean, were you? You were, you couldn't have been. Uh, I had a bad. I had a really bad feeling, man. I had a bad feeling in my stomach the moment that cornball. Uh, I'm not going to say what I want to say here, but yeah, that yeah, Daniel yeah. Cameron scumbag, you know, and calls for, uh, you know, it was like a curfew, it was like a state of emergency. I was like, why would you do that if you already knew? Like, you knew you were going, yeah. So I was like, the I, moment I, he, they started putting up the barricades, I was like, they're going to, these guys are going to walk again. How, how does it, how does it make sense that, that continually the, the oppressive state will ask will ask those people that it oppresses to be civil when the state itself is not civil. You know, exactly. how, how, how is that? How is that possible? You know, you can't call for civility when you yourself are a monster. You know? Exactly. Exactly, man. It's, it's total brutality. It's total just like oppression and uh, abuse and like psychological, you know, abuse, it's psychological abuse. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's pathetic, you know, it's pathetic. Cause we all know it now. It's like so clearly, obviously what it is. And they are scrambling, they are scrambling cause they know the jig is up and it's really just a matter of time because yeah, man, it, it's coming, it's coming. Cause it, yeah, but I, it was, it was really unfortunate. It was really sad. You know, she was a beautiful young woman, you know, a, a EMT and, uh, you know, just unnecessary, just senseless, you know? And uh, well, so, and, and the city, I think the city or the state, they settled that you know that civil suit with the, her family. Yeah. Um, so they are presuming guilt there, right? <laughs> and, and and 
And, and, you know what makes me so mad? I'm sorry, continue on. Continue no, on. no, and, but that's it. I mean, because it, it, it it's absurd. Like, we are, you know, it, it continues to be theater of the absurd, and that's that's the nature of this country because, you know, as you know, as Baldwin would say, like, we, we don't recognize the original lie that the country told. And so until we do that, then every lie is in the maintenance of of, of upholding that lie, you know? Yeah, exactly, man, 100%. Because, like, you know, and, and when I was living in Louisville, you know, pounding the pavement, trying to raise money, you know, for, for something positive, you know, for the work with these kids, you know, the refrain I'm getting is the city's broke. Oh, we broke. We ain't got money. It's like you got money to, to pay people off. You got money to support these murders. And I think about the millions of dollars every year, every year that goes into settling cases of, of police, you know, malpractice, you know, and yet in cities that are broke, that can't afford books for, you know, students can't afford, you know, to keep the schools open, et cetera, et cetera. And yet they got hush money. <laughs> yeah. It's pathetic, man. It's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. It's a killer joke. But speaking of schools, speaking of schools that are closing, wow, it's not wow. all bad. Well, you wow, see, man, look at I you. Do's wow. this, baby. I do this. Right. Well, I do this. I mean, that transition is so smooth. We should really thank Vocal Radio for having us on. Uh, this is the, the same old new school with uh, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Koval and uh, M.E. Dries Gillen. Yo, and, too uh, yeah, one of, too smooth, fan. Hey, baby, you know how I do. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's going from from a conversation about Louisville back to Chicago is what we always do. You know, I was really inspired by the story about your man G Herbo buying Overton Elementary, his old school, which had been closed since 2013. And he turned it into a community center. Have you been, Kevin? Have you been in the community I've, center? I, I've, I've not been to the community center yet, but I, I do know that space. And I think that's obviously like an incredible opportunity um, in in a community that, you know, all the, all these communities, all of our communities in the city, um, particularly communities that are intentionally underfunded and don't have, you know, the other resources that neighborhoods and, you know, more affluent and wealthy neighborhoods get, you know, the same, the same kind of looking after. And so to have Herbo and, and others around him be able to create this or, you know, to work toward creating that space. And he's in, you know, he's in, a community with a lot of people who have been doing incredible work in Bronzeville for a long time. So it's like, this is about Herbo, absolutely. And it's also about the groundwork that community organizers in Bronzeville and around the city of mm-hmm. Chicago do on, on a regular basis. And so it's it's great when um, artists want to plug into the community that is doing that work and support that community. And I think that's part of what this represents. And so I think that's also important to note that it's like, it's, it's very powerful to see a young man who grew up there and then he's, he's coming back and saying, I'm going to also care for here. And I think mm, that that is significant. Yeah. And, and what, you know, what I hope more Chicagoans do, you know, I mean, I, yeah. I think, you know, in the Midwest, we have, you know, some of the best and brightest uh, leave, you know what I mean? And to go elsewhere because that's where industry is or that's where, you know, what have you. And so to, to it's I think, you know, over the last few years and I think, you know, chance has helped to turn this tide some. I think, you know, more people are are stepping back into their own community and, and wanting and, you know, that generation like the, you know, the 20 the, the somethings of mm-hmm. Chicago, Chicago hip hop and maybe of Chicago culture are just sticking around more, having a, a bigger imprint here uh, when it comes not only to their cultural production, but also they're ensuring that culture can be you know, created behind them, too, in, in a way. And so I think it's great. 
you know, yeah, I, I agree, man. I, I I would love for that. To, I love that that's becoming like the wave, you know, instead of like a shoe or I got my own label or, you know, uh, I got a Sprite deal. It's like, you know, oh, man, I got my I open, you know, I bought my old school. <laughs> I opened a community center. I got my nonprofit. I got my book club. You know, I love that this is becoming a wave with this generation. And and I got to tip my hat, man, as much grief and, and as much of a hard time as sometimes the Generation X hip hop fans give give the new the new school i will say that their wave you know their sort of extracurricular uh aspirations are way better than you know ours oh <laughs> our yeah generations oh, where yeah. you know because other than krs1 there really wasn't nobody i'm trying to open no non-profits all that i was like i'm gonna get me a club and a shoe and a shirt deal, you know you know you, you know and, and and of course all that still is prevalent and continues and you know there's a lot of sponsorships behind all of these people that come from corporate dollars and things like that right. too and i think but they have began to funnel some of that money in a different direction i also have to say you know herb one of herbo's mentors and i think current manager or former manager is the incredibly talented rapper uh, mickey halstead oh you know, for one, one, oh, one, I didn't know that. one well, yeah one of the yeah. finest uh, Shout in, out Mickey in, in the history of the city you know and also yes. someone who has taken an interest in building on the blocks that he comes he comes from right he's an entrepreneur yeah. he has restaurants in uh, you know a few different restaurants in in, in uh, Hyde Park and around that area and has invested oh, so. in, in a younger generation like you know I think Mickey has worked with uh, herbo and Queen key and, and others mm -hmm. too and I, I just you know so that kind of elder states person and mentorship that is also then you know maintained and i think that's that's part of the reason why herbo i think is is on the path that he's on you know are, there, are all his restaurants on halstead <laughs> they should they really should be they're not but that would be that would be the move yeah um i only i only put i only open them on erie one thing why why by the way why is your real estate guy jewish i just want to i didn't say that see i just uh, he's just a chicago guy okay all right, all right i didn't go there come go you're not gonna give me you're not gonna give me in the nick cannon seat you're not gonna give me in the nick cannon seat look it's 5781 it's a new year clean slate clean slate clean slate clean slate it's all good oh man you're right that is just a chicago accent that's just that's just my generic chicago accent they all sound like that yeah, and his fun. name is Mickey Halstead, which means that he should probably talk like that. If he doesn't talk like yeah. that, then yeah, you can't be named Mickey Halstead and be like, hey, how y'all doing? You got to be like, hey, how's everybody doing? It's good to be at the Chicago uh, House of Blues, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sponsored by Moretti's. <laughs> Yo. Oh, that's dumb. Spent many that's years dumb. in the 312. Shout out to 312. Okay. Hey, this day. is, uh, speaking of Chicago, this is uh, Vocalo, same old new school with Idris Gillen and Kevin Coleman. Speaking of the new generation, man, I am so glad you put me on to this Spillage Village record. Let's talk about it, Kevin Cole. When did you encounter the Spillage Village record? Because it was not on my radar whatsoever. Well, Spillage Village is a collective from Atlanta, you know, and, and, and in some ways, I think that they, I know of them because of a few of the members that are in the group that I, I really, right. you know, love, uh, GID very talented mm -hmm. rapper and Earth Super Gang, good, and, 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 yeah. and Earth Gang, which is a crew. And when I heard them, you know, they sound like uh, even hearing them in their individual projects, 
they sound like they are members of a similar ethos, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Certainly. And so to know, then you begin to see them on record as they progress and develop. And, mm -hmm. and I don't know how long they've known each other for or not, but Spillage Village is this collective from Atlanta, which for me, like, absolutely feels like they've inherited the torch from the Dungeon family, you know, 100%. because... Because and, and, and I, I, you know, so I'm a fan and, and I, but I want to know what you think of the music, because I know this is like a, your first time. I already have like I'm already kind of like rooting for these folks. So I'm, I am curious about what you think, like just from from jump. Man, I'm so glad you made that comparison to Dungeon Family, because I was about three quarters of the way into it. And I was like, oh, my God, they're the new Goody Mob. I'm like, that's what this is. It's because I'm like, first, I was like. I knew, and I knew for sure before I even knew, like, okay, this is J.I.D. and Earth Gang. I, I was like, I recognize these voices and these cadences and all of the sort of gospel and sort of church influence in there. I was like, this sounds like Atlanta music to me. Because it's just, because in Atlanta, it's just everything is influenced. Everything is sort of, you know, it's like the Lion King where it's like everything the light touches. It's like, that's Atlanta. It's just like the, the church touches everything, you know, right. <laughs> everything got a little church in it. And so it, it just feel, it feels like, and I got, you know, I got family from Atlanta. I got people, my people come from Atlanta. And so like, it, it felt very familiar and very, very soulful. And then you hear Big Rube on, on a song and I was like, oh, okay, that's what this is. No, it's so dope, man. It's like, it's it's definitely going to get repeat listens from me. Um, it feels good. It feels good. It feels good. But they are also barring out. Like, it's soulful. The beats are funky. It's funny. But they are bar They are not just, like, coasting on, like, sing-song, you know, vibes either. They are, they are spitting bars. Yeah, well, and they're also, I, I, th I think, you know, of course, the influence and, and the presence of, you know, Black diasporic musics on this record is, is incredible. Mm -hmm. um, the church, it, which is to say also like this, the um, secular and, and uh, the secular version of the church, which is essentially like the, the you know, the juke joint or the blues club yeah. in some ways, too. And so you see both, right? Because even yeah. like it, thematically, it's still, you know, in it's in the it's in the spiritual realm and it's also in the earthly realm, you know, and, and I feel like this album is absolutely concerned with your spirit. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, there's a song like, called Baptism and there's yeah. a song called Mecca, which is one of my favorites. That Mecca song is fantastic. Fantastic, yeah. which is global. It's about like the global community. To your point, yeah, no, yeah, and we are, yes, we are absolutely talking about this this uh, Spillage Village record, which is a collective from Atlanta that you know features JID and Earth Gang, but also you know very talented women singers and poets and musicians and yeah. just a, a whole a whole squad of people. And so I, I I love I love that this album is is in so many different traditions and is pushing mm -hmm. us forward. You know that it mm -hmm. isn't just it is absolutely inheriting the best of uh, you know, all, you know, multiple, multiple traditions and, and I think setting the bar in, in a new place. So I, yeah, I mean, I, you know, all week, you know, maybe, I don't know, three, four times around this weekend for me, you know what I mean? Just, just, man, you know. Kevin, I'm telling you, bro, 2020, man, we're, you know, we're so caught up in, in a lot of what we need to get caught up in. But when we, if we make it through this a lot, 
Yeah. This is a monster year for albums. Like I'm yeah. thinking even back to like dinner, uh, dinner party. Yeah. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Know. This reminded me of like how I felt listening to dinner party. Well, because you could you also know, play the record front to back. You could play right? the play I mean, record yeah, front yeah. to back. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just so good. Yeah. So well produced. So soulful and uh, just just music we need right now, man. Just like feeding yeah. the streets. But that that JID kid, man, is Whew. a problem. He is a yeah. pro- he's not in enough conversations either. Yeah, no, I know, man. He's he is consistent. You could tell his his attention to detail. I mean, that's that's I think that's why you know we gravitate toward these folks. Is that you know, I mean, I don't even know first and foremost they're writers, but they absolutely take the pen incredibly seriously. And you hear that on 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 any record that they're on. I think you're right about 2020 though, man. I think that people are you know we have slowed down a little bit out of necessity because the earth is for real calling for us to be slower. And mm-hmm. I think like there's a lot more attention then to being in a process, being, you know, yeah. just slowing down, like being more creative, focusing on, you know, what is in front of you. And this feels like an album that was also made in a community that loves each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and you hear and feel that yeah. on this record, like that creative process is pure and beautiful and holy, right? That's a that's a yeah. sacred that's a sacred community that they are are creating for sure. Yeah. Speaking of that, there's uh, two things on that. There is also uh, there's also a posse record on here, like towards the end. I mean, yeah. it's a crew, but there's like a big posse cut towards the end because you can and you can feel it too. Like they're like, yeah, I'm styling. Uh, yeah, we're styling out. Uh, yeah. So it's it's definitely like in the tradition. You're right. It's in the tradition, but it's not a throw. It's not like a nostalgia throwback kind of thing no, either. It's just no. like they're doing the work. Um, so yeah, man, shout out Spillage Village and that album is fantastic. Everybody needs to go check it out. To my second point, speaking of Holy, that is also the name of the Little Wayne song from the Carter Five reissue that uh, that kind of, I started really listening. I was like, oh, okay, I'm listening to the Little Wayne album. Yeah. Uh, so why, yeah, why, that, why, why was it that record for you? Cause he switches his style up. Yeah, he switches his style up. He the, it's the second song on the album. Now we're talking about the Carter Five reissue. It's the same old new school. He's just doing Kevin Cole. Anyway, Carter Five reissue. So which, you know, which was so the Carter Five was put out. Yeah, you about to, Carter Five was put out when it was put out in twenty eighteen or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And then mm-hmm. and then this is like that re up, like with Lux. Yeah, with some other shit on it though. Mm-hmm. Not just mm-hmm. not just the regular regular version. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so just come back and give it another listen. But, uh, you know, he starts to out. He always does this. He always sort of starts in one gear, right? And he's he's rapping on the, like, the two and the four. You know, squeezy baby and the nimmers and the You know what I mean? And then halfway into the song Holy, which I think is like the second track, he switches his style up and he starts rhyming on the one and three. You know what I mean? That's that's my favorite Wayne. That's my right. favorite Wayne. And I, I don't know how to describe it. You just got to listen to it, what I mean by this. And when you, if you're listening to the Spotify version, this is around where super producer Justin Mayer is going to uh, yeah, lace you with it. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> but let me ask you a question. So, so what, I mean, because... I understand musically, right? But also poetically, it's kind of like a different emphasis on that syllable, right? It's like it's exactly it's, what it is. Yeah. And I, I don't know, you know, I don't know enough. I don't have my MFA, but like, is that like a strophe or a strophe? You feel me? Like, what what that emphasis that, that, that he's putting? Not if it's a pounded word. 
no, uh, the, it's just the emphasis he's putting on like the the first part of the word, yeah. the first part of the yeah, the first syllable. Um, yeah, exactly. Like most people, so like the traditional way of rhyming is like you know, uh, same old new school is the show. Da, 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 we're going to go right, and he'll right. be like on the that's same two and the four. Yeah, that's the right. two and the four. Right, it's like. Right, and he's like, he's like, I can get It's always at the beginning of the phrase. Yes, yo, and 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 that's such a that's such a confident way to rhyme, and that's the funk. That's also what James Brown calls the funk is that it's on the one. It's just I love when he's on when he rhymes on the one because not a lot of people do that. The RZA also has his beats all start like you know on the one like that. I breaks it down, took the bone gristle, hills beacon, scud missile, heat seeking, Johnny Blaze. So anyway, but yeah, yo, that was yo, that was the moment where I was like, yo, I'm listening to a way Wayne right, right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he does it. It's conscious. He does it consciously. Well, he's just like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, rap music. Da, 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 da. Oh, by the way. <laughs> And then he just—it's like he go into fourth gear. Like now we rolling. You, you know what? I, I thought listening to this record and kind of listening to Wayne forever, who is like a goat for real. Yeah, he's, uh, it's almost that, like frustrating. Yeah, uh, well, it's just how pro- how prolific, right? I mean, this yeah, is somebody yeah. who who really has like a, a battery in his back to mm-hmm. continue to make, right? Yeah. And regardless of the accolades, regardless of the years in, I mean, he started he started in this industry when he was 14, something like that. Crazy, um, crazy. And has produced maybe, you know, well, certainly one of the greatest, like, catalogs in, oh, yeah. you know, in the genre's history, if, if not the history of any music. But but the thing that I think I, I, I thought is that there is continued urgency in Wayne. Um, mm-hmm. And you feel that on this record. You, you haven't mm-hmm. felt it necessarily through all of his projects right. post- you know, probably the Carter three in some ways, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is the urgency. And, and I what I'm hearing by what you're saying is that the urgency is because when you rhyme on the one and the three and like like funk music itself, it is it, it's urgent. It's not the it's groove. Let's go. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it, it is the groove, but it but it's like it's actually kind of demanding a different it's kind driving. of attention. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It, it, that's why, you know, James. I mean, just watch James Brown like to dance with that much control and power that he danced with, it's gotta be on the one. (laughs) It's just like, I'm in charge. I'm moving, you know, cause that, that was really him soloing was like, you know, to dance. So yes, it's it's just, it's just something I love that. He could just run forever that way. You know, it's like listening to a great musician. It's like his songs don't really be about. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I don't say that. I don't mean that disrespectfully. I'm just saying like, he just goes. He just goes, and it's like it's like listening to Pharaoh Sanders or something like that. Like, yes, this yes, is just yes, a virtuoso. Yes. This is just right. a virtuoso of assonance, just yeah. like out here, just like on some sunrise, like just out here, you know. Yeah, and it's so that's a, funky. That's a lovely comparison. Like, that's a beautiful yeah, comparison man. to Pharaoh yeah, Sanders. That's, that's, you know, he's so he's I, the the, 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 there's a moment on the record where I was actually so surprised because he told the story. On that mm. Ray on that Raekwon record, not that and 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 look and not that not that Wayne does not tell stories. Wayne tells a lot of stories, yeah, of course. Records, but yeah, but to your point, course. he is also kind of a master of the non sequitur. Um, yes. And 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 what they did on that Ray record is that they passed the story 
a, a continuation from one to another. And I, mm-hmm. I you know, and, and I think Wayne was like, "Ooh, I'm a, let me get like one of the greatest storytellers of the genre, yeah. and yeah. let let me let me let me let me bar out with him. Let me let me, let me pass this story. Let me yeah. share the story with with one of the greatest too. And I just yeah. love I love that record. Yeah. In part because we get a kind of different Wayne on that record in some ways. Yeah, great. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. I mean, when he when he he can't do it. it's not that he can't do it. No, it's just that it's it's the most fun when he does the other thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like yeah, yeah. It, it really is, but it, it is just seeing someone like create genius in front of you, and you are mystified by the possibility to, you know, juggle that much language in one in one space. You know, it's just. Speaking of juggling that much language in one space, we have less than 60 seconds. Black Thought broke my heart and, and faked me out. He was supposed <laughs> to drop. He was supposed to drop the the stream of uh, stream of thought three Cain and Abel on the 25th, which was the day before my birthday. So I was like, oh, happy birthday to me. Uh, and I was listening to the radio and they were like, here's a new single from Black Thought. And it was it was Black Thought, Pusha T and Killer Mike uh, on a track called Good Morning. And I was like, oh, it's out. You know, and uh, but then I was like, and that song, and then I found out that song's been out for like a few weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, look, that's it. That's all I want to it's, say. It's it's still Black Thought, and he does, he has such a bar on there. He said the difference between black and white people is privilege. Or whatever he says, or, or you know, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, yo, man, happy um, born day. Thanks, brother. We are at time. Uh, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Uh, everyone, thank you for tuning in. This has been Samuel New School with Idris Goodwin. Kevin Coble, peace to Vocalo Radio, peace to Justin Mayer, peace to all y'all for tuning in and spending some time with us on your Monday yeah. or whatever day. Stay you like safe, y'all, and uh, make sure you register to vote. All right, peace.